Star Wars 7x7 episode 2337. Well, today is a good day for expressions of gratitude, and in this particular case, I'm thankful to Andy and Josh of the Holocronicles podcast, who had me on their show earlier this week, and I'm going to share a clip of that appearance with you here today. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So the Hollow Chronicles podcast is a podcast that primarily focuses on Star Wars collecting, so you know merchandise and that sort of thing, and yet, and yet, as part of what's happening with Mando Mondays, well, you know, they're in their glory <laughs> because all this new merch comes out and they get to check it out and opine on it and examine it and see what's cool and what's not and so forth. And so... In addition to that, they are also talking about the events of the Mandalorian and uh, speculating and that sort of thing about what could happen. So I was very pleased to be part of their series on Mando Mondays where they've been inviting people from other podcasts to come on the show. Just this past Monday, I was on to talk about where The Mandalorian Season 2 is so far, how it's been going, and also to discuss a very interesting bit of speculation that Andy has done about Bo-Katan and what could happen in the rest of the season. So I'm going to share a clip of that with you here for the show today with the blessing of Andy and Josh. And thank you again, guys, so much for having me on the show and for the kind words and support all these years. And I'll jump back in, you know, right when, you know, the that part of the clip is over and, you know, we'll talk about the rest of the day. But without further ado, here's jumping into a snippet from my time on the Hollow Chronicles podcast earlier this week. I will say, um, yeah, I'm already starting to think about you know, the mid-season review episode that, um, that I've done previously, but um, I will say so far, I'm much more impressed with this season. Not that I wasn't impressed with last season. Last season was great, but as far as the mix of you know, what I, you know, when we watched the X-Files, if you remember the X-Files, they used to talk about the mythology episodes, and those are the episodes where the whole alien thing was part of the story versus the sort of monster of the week things. And I was always sort of a fan of the mythology episodes and less so about the monster of the week things. And I felt like the first season of The Mandalorian had that very kind of clear delineation like those old X-Files episodes did. Season yeah. two doesn't feel that differentiated. In Instead, it feels like the overall story of the Mandalorian and the child is being more intentionally integrated into the overall adventure of the week kind of situation that we're getting. And I like that a lot better. Um, that's been really well done. And I was very pleased to see them get back to Navarro on this last episode of the Siege, which is uh, chapter 12 or season two, episode four, if you prefer. Right. Um, to at least get back in touch with what we knew from the first season, which, you know, everything on Navarro with Grief Karga and Cara Dune and what the aftermath was from the events of season one from uh, Redemption from chapter eight. Redemption? Oh gosh. Um, hope that's right. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think they've really done a fantastic job 
with the integration of it so far. So I'm really pleased. What about you guys? What are you thinking about it? I agree with you. I like your response to that because I feel like, uh, you know, in some way everybody's like, hey, move it forward, move the plot. Let's go to a new place. Let's go to a new place. Let's go to a new place. I actually really liked going back to Tatooine. I felt like we saw a different Tatooine than we had ever seen before. So I enjoyed that a lot. Like mm -hmm. from a different perspective, we'd always seen Tatooine either from Jabba's palace or from, you know, R2 and 3PO walking through the dunes, right? And then, of course, most Eisley. That was Tatooine. Um, but it just, it felt, even though, uh, anyway, I won't talk go down that line. But it just felt really cool because we're in a canyon. We saw we saw a crate dragon, you know, finally, which apparently the one we saw in New Hope was a was a baby. The skeleton was a baby that had died <laughs> uh, because that crate dragon was a lot bigger. So I enjoy. So I'm with you, Alan. I I don't mind going back to kind of the roots a little bit and grabbing hold of of what the Mandalorian started as. I mean, for Pete's sake, it's only eight episodes. So you know, going away from anything kind of seems foolish if you're not tying everything together, right? Like, I right. mean. They have a sick or a drama called Chicago that happens in one place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it can't happen in other places. So yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I I feel like uh, there's no sophomore slump here. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's right. you know I I hate to even bring this up, but like as awesome as the first season of Lost was, the second season yeah did not live up to the first season, right? Mm. But uh, and Lost is one of my favorite series. I'm one of those people. So, mm. uh, but this season of Mandalorian has picked up all the momentum from season one and then taken it further. And what I really am looking forward to is the second half of the season. It's going to be all about Moff Gideon now. It's all. It's going to be about uh, what. You know, even though it's always been about kind of, it's kind of always been about what's happening to the child. But now, now the major player, the major antagonist, is really going to get involved. And in, I, I feel like in these last, um, these last few episodes, and and that is what we've been building up for. Even though it's only a short season of eight episodes, like we said, this is we're finally getting to the head, and it's going to take two awesome episodes of conflict. And then either a final resolution episode or a cliffhanger for season three. Sure, and that's okay. So either way, I'm going to be happy with it, and and uh, I'm just I'm just excited to for the moment. Have we? I don't think we've talked about theories. I know. See, he's he's going on theories. Alan. Do we? Do we want to talk theory for a second? Like, Alan Alan likes theories. I know yeah, he, likes he likes theories, but Alan also likes cold hard facts which is what he goes and gets so yes he be careful he, here. as soon as i say something he's gonna well actually me and uh mm. <laughs> <laughs> well actually I'm <laughs> no my, uh we've kind of floated this around in the network a little bit and and maybe once or twice kind of on the side and on twitter but um i'm feeling like as much as maybe this would break our hearts a little bit but a uh, dark saber for the child trade be mm. between Bo and Moff G. Ooh. Wow, you're shopping that right here on the Hall of Chronicles. Huh? I'm uh, just seems <sighs> I know it's probably better suited for a streaming Star Wars, but it's all right. I like it. Yeah, that's kind of here first. Alan, respond to that. I, yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't know if Bo Katan has any particular investment in a. Mandalorian zealot like Din, right? 
and she just wants to get back to Mandalore and restore her claim to the throne, which she apparently believes she is owed because she's asking after the Darksaber and its owner, and does he have it, does he have it, in the end of that episode, uh, the heiress, you know, and who else could the heiress be except Bo-Katan, right? So it would not surprise me something like that. I think that's a very legitimate and valid piece of speculation right there that she could try to engineer something where she would get the Darksaber back, she would get control of Mandalore if she could, or at least just the Darksaber itself in exchange for information about Din and the child. I don't know if, you know, that gets into the whole question of is Gideon in charge on Mandalore? I think he must be, but... Mm. The fact that she's even asking the question of that Imperial captain makes me wonder whether the Darksaber has passed through multiple hands before it got to Moff Gideon. So who did she lose it to and who has had it in the interim? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's why I like hearing Alan's take. It's always so good. It's so well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it's like. He does it for a living. It is. So. All right, I'm going to cut it off right there, and I will post a link to check out the whole episode in the show notes for this episode. (laughs) So if you want to hear the whole conversation and get into all the merch and all the other theories and so forth, then, you know, you'll have it right there for you. It was great fun, and again, thank you so much, Andy and Josh, for having me on. So today is Thanksgiving in the United States, and I will say once again uh, something that I've been saying on the podcast a lot recently, which is just reminding you to check out feedingamerica.org. Even though today is Thanksgiving, there's still a whole holiday season and there are schools shutting down and going back to remote instruction. It's happening even here in my small town in New Hampshire. And that creates its own food security situations as well. And it's happening all over the country. So if you go to feedingamerica.org, you can put your zip code in and find a local food bank or food pantry in your area and connect with them to help support them and the people that they are helping to support. Again, feedingamerica.org. And thank you so much for checking it out. That is going to do it for this episode of the show today. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.